Hey folks, welcome back to the Water Cooler, and I'm pleased to announce we have a very special guest this week, the man, the myth, the legend, Ryan Chambers. Ryan, tell the people what's up. Uh, how you doing everybody? It's, uh, as he said, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm, I'm great, Garrett, you know, just... Just got home from work, working. Yeah. Nothing much more than that. Special shout out to Ryan. He's doing this on about probably 15 minutes notice. So he's a real trooper. But you know what? Nobody loves a water cooler more than Ryan Chambers. Oh, for sure. Number one fan. I've got to say, what what have you thought so far about all the shout outs you've received throughout the show? Oh, it's great. You know, it's always great getting love love from your family yep and we know we give you a lot of love even though some of it is tough love but hey oh i know that for sure that's what family's for but yeah so okay ron start off performance of the day do you have a favorite performance of all time from any athlete any sport well i'd have to say and i I know this know this might shock a lot of people but uh the falcons patriots super bowl julian edelman's catch okay so this is like a begrudging performance of the day from a Falcons fan. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd have to say it's a, it's a hard grudge, but you got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. That one's definitely due to Julian Edelman. That a boy, Julian. Do you think he's a Hall of Famer? Uh, I'd say give him a couple more years, and yeah. So make him, wait a, make him wait a little bit? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say give him a little wait, and then he's got it. All right, he'll be taking the Eli Manning route. But speaking of Edelman and, you know, that whole Patriots dynasty, Brady is coming back to play New England this upcoming Sunday, I believe it is. What's your picks for that game? Well, I'm, uh, I'm going to tell you it's going to be a good one after seeing uh, the Bucks and Rams. It, that, was a, that was a great game to watch at work, you know, the, the little bits I got to see, but... Parts I did see it was great defense, great offense. So I say it's uh, it's gonna be a good one, but I'm probably gonna have to go Bucks. I agree with everything you just said. I think losing to the Rams, I think that's gonna light a fire up under Tom Brady and a fired up oh, Tom sure. Brady. That's a scary sight to see, especially his first time coming back to New England. He's gonna want to drop the hammers, especially on old Bill Belichick. Yeah, I definitely think he uh, he's gonna be fired up, ready to go for this one. Against his old team, against his old coach, it's going to be a good Did you see what his dad said? I did not. His dad came out and said uh, Tom Brady felt vindicated by winning the Super Bowl this last year. You know, like he proved his doubters wrong, number one of which being Belichick. So I think he, like this Sunday it might be his victory lap. Oh, for sure. I, I definitely say he's coming back just to show, just show the people who doubted him for moving on that he can, uh, can really show what he's made of. Yeah. So do you think that Belichick was wrong to want to move on from Tom Brady? Uh, I'm going to say in the eyes of Belichick, yes. But in the eyes of Tom Brady, hell no. He's doing his thing down in down in Florida. So what's better to say? So Belichick was wrong for wanting to move on, but Tom Brady was right for leaving? Yes. I can get behind that. I can definitely agree with that. Now, Tom Brady, I'd say just about anything he does somehow winds out to winning the Super Bowl. So, winning Super Bowls in Florida, you can't beat that. For sure. Definitely uh, definitely with him getting Gronk down there, uh, back in the action. You see Gronk got hurt? I did not. Yeah, did he not got hurt in this Rams game. game. Got hurt. That's what I was looking forward to uh, Gronk coming back to New England too, but I guess that's a homecoming. We'll have to see some other time. Oh, for sure. He, uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing he's pretty torn that old... Don't miss Sunday's game, but you know he's gonna be sitting right there on the sideline cheering him on. Yeah, I feel bad for Gronk. Man comes out of retirement, just gets injured again. 
He's, uh, I mean, he did get a Super Bowl ring, but still, the dude just stays hurt when he's not retiring. Yeah, I'd definitely say uh, retirement was treating Gronk better than he will be in the uh, the league because, you know, as you said, he's incident prone, as you would say. Yeah, dude, he retired and he won the WWE Championship or a WWE Championship. He was living it up. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely was enjoying retirement while it lasted for him. But as you, as you know, with all of these, all these damn football players, sports players, they always want to come back for one more, and that's certainly yeah. what they did down in Tampa. Yeah. So another big uh, thing about this matchup on Sunday, Tom Brady versus Mac Jones, what some people think is the future Tom Brady. You got any thoughts on that matchup? Well, haven't really, haven't really seen much of Mac Jones, but from, from what I've seen, uh, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think he's going to be what Brady was for old Belichick. Yeah, I think at least in this matchup, the old bull is going to show the new bull house done. And I love Mac. He did throw a pick six in this week's game, so hopefully he has a better performance this week but we'll have to watch and see and you know if Tom Brady if he wins this game he'll be the first player to beat every NFL team so that would be quite the feather in his cap well, shit I'd say I'd say get it get it going All get right. that last one and then and then retire maybe he'll retire after that one so yeah, Ryan D predicting Tom Brady retires after this Sunday. Who'd have thought? And so not only has Tom Brady had a big loss this last week, Aaron Rodgers had a big win. Looks like he's finally starting to get into some playing shape, getting his legs back under him in Green Bay. Got any thoughts on that? Well, I'd say he had a great win this Sunday, but he, uh, you can definitely tell he uh, still does not want to be in Green Bay. <laughs> definitely not. I wish he would have uh, wish he would have come to an agreement somewhere else just to see what he could have done. See, I'm looking forward to seeing him play under all this pressure this season. I think it's pretty dang interesting. Just every little move he makes is so scrutinized, and he's still able to put on a performance like he did last week. But he did have a rocky start, and it just it adds to the intrigue, you know. Mm-hmm. And speaking of rocky starts, going back to saying I'm a Falcons fan, you you know. Yeah. Got a great win against the Giants this weekend, even though everybody knows the Giants always suck. Hey, no. Tom Brady might disagree with that. Well, he's you know. They're the reason he's got two less Super Bowls. I mean, you know, Tom Brady, he can, he can say what he wants, but... You got, when you're a true true Falcons fan, you gotta you gotta Talk take the junk about whatever team you're playing. And I mean, they they took the little thing this weekend. Yeah, did you watch uh, Monday Night Football last night? Uh, did not. Was busy running errands, you know. Yeah. Working. I, I didn't either. But one of the guests they had on that I did see, LeBron James, and he brought up an interesting topic about when the NBA had their lockout. LeBron almost played tight end for the Cowboys. So, it just got me thinking, how do you think that would have turned out, LeBron in the NFL? Well, seeing how he shines on the court, I uh, I believe it'd be no exception. He'd, he'd shine on the field. See, I think LeBron just jumping right into the NFL after 10 years off of playing football, no matter how athletically gifted you are, I think he probably would have he would have got just destroyed, at least at first. Now, LeBron's a great athlete. You know, he can make adjustments, and he might could have gotten better. But I think if LeBron went straight to the NFL instead of playing in the NBA, he could be a Hall of Famer. No question in my mind. Oh, for sure. Just knowing how hard he works, how his mentality is, he for sure could have been in the Hall of Fame. 
Not even to mention just the athletic gifts LeBron's got. Oh, obviously. I mean, yeah. You take any built 6'8", six, 6'9", six, player and just put a football and some pads in his hands and on him like he's got potential and lebron was a great wide receiver in high school oh you can go back and watch the tapes it's incredible and so yeah i think if he dedicated time to it lebron could have been an elite nfl player for sure speaking on that i'd love to see shaq in the nfl you know see just shaq just give him one game i would love to see it I don't think Shaq would have been the, his knees would have been broke after first quarter. <laughs> he I, may have been hurt. I would I would want to see Shaq in the MMA. Could you imagine that? Nobody'd go against him. Nobody I wouldn't go scared. against him. Actually, you know I've been thinking lately though. Have you been keeping up with Wilder Fury three about to happen? Uh, I've seen I've seen you know little tidbits here and there. So okay, what's your prediction for that before I go on to my point? Well, you know I I'm not really into all the all the fighting and whatnot. If it's on, I'll watch it. If it's <coughs> if it's talked about on the news, I'll listen. But you know, going on the last two fights they've had, I think it's I think it's gonna be a good one. I'd have to say I've got to go with Fury on this one though. I agree. I think Fury is gonna wipe the floor with Deontay Wilder. And to me, it's just a mental thing at this point. Like if a dude busts your eardrum, licks your blood, and sings American Pie afterwards, like you just you gotta feel like just that he owns you mentally. You know? Like I don't oh, see how sure. you can overcome that. Like if we get in a fight and you lick my blood, like I'm doing whatever you tell me to do for the rest of my life. Like <laughs> you know? Yeah, I I'd say. After that happened, I'll definitely say that he's ready for the ready for the win, ready for the takedown. But so what I was gonna say though, I think Tyson Fury, not the greatest, but the best heavyweight who ever lived. I'd, I'd have to agree with you on that one. He he is one of the best. No, I think he could be in. I think Tyson Fury would destroy Muhammad Ali if they got in a fight. Ah, uh, there's a reason. There's a reason. See. That's the gut instinct. People love Ali. But Tyson Fury is 6'9", 256. Ali was 6'3", and at his heaviest, 225. See, they wouldn't even... They wouldn't... See, I can't even put it together. There's, there's so much difference there. The weight span, weight, I think height. I think boxing needs a super heavyweight class because you just can't compare today's heavyweights versus the ones of the past. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. These new heavyweights they got coming, they're, they're just... Now. So the height-wise, the difference in like yeah, the difference in Ali versus Tyson Fury would be the same as if Steph Curry fought Dwight Howard. Like, could you imagine that? Uh, no, I definitely cannot imagine that one. I would, I would as pay to watch it that. Would be to see, don't think we'll ever see it. So, I mean, yeah, like, as much as I love Ali as a boxer, I don't think he could take Tyson Fury. You know, he almost fought Will Chamberlain once <laughs> for his exhibition. I would have loved to have seen that one. I think a lot of people would have loved to have seen that one. And honestly, like, I'm torn because I think Wilt, I think he might could have taken just because of how tall he is. But he had no boxing training. So, I mean, like... Not at all. Was, a, was a giant, but I can agree with you on that one. Had no training. He was just going to say... Let's wing it. I mean, yeah, it's like putting a tough dude and just throw some gloves on him and telling him to just start swinging. Personally, he would have swung till he stopped. I th- I would think I would still give the edge to Wilt though, just because seven one versus six three. I'd say he has him on the reach. Yeah, like he could probably hit him from halfway across the ring. <laughs> I'm like. 
good luck getting to his inside. You know how fast Ali was, but still. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so that's just my take on the super heavyweight versus the old school heavyweights. Like, they must be feeding them something different now because these guys are massive. For sure. Like, Mike Tyson, he was 5'10". Like, Tyson Fury is a whole almost foot taller than Mike Tyson. I'd love to see that one, but you know old Mike, he's, he's staying in retirement. Ah, did you watch that exhibition he had last year? No, I did not. It wasn't that good, honestly. But he is in some pretty good shape. I'll give him that. When you know him, you know all them old retired boxers. They constantly stay in shape in case they want to come back for one more. Yeah, always coming back for one more. Moral of this episode, I guess. So, okay, on to the NBA. You've been keeping up with the Ben Simmons drama? I have not. You know anything about it? Haven't heard a single thing. What's going on with uh, Ben Simmons? So, as you should know, as any good Atlanta fan should, the Hawks beat the Sixers in the playoffs. You got that? Yeah, so... For sure. Okay, so after that happened, Doc Rivers said he didn't know if they could win with Ben Simmons as their point guard. And Joel Embiid said the turning point in the series was Ben Simmons passing up an open layup. So, needless to say, Ben Simmons is pretty upset and he wants to be traded. But the Sixers don't want to trade him. And the season's about to start and they haven't resolved it yet. It's a pickle. Well, going off the information you just gave me, I say he, uh, I say if he's smart, plays his cards right, he's uh, gonna take the Jimmy Butler route. What? Go get the third stringers, go beat the starters, and then get traded the next week. Yep. <laughs> See, if I were the Sixers though, I don't think I'd trade him. I'd make oh, him I'd sitting out. I'd keep him as long as you could. Cause he gets fined for every day he doesn't come to training camp. Well, hell, you know, with most of them NBA players, they like to, they just like to make a scene, you know. Yeah, he's trying to force his way out you know but i don't i've said many times on here there's no good place for him to go so i think the sixers should try to work it out but i will say i've been giving him a hard time for not having a jump shot but recently i forgot about a major factor that could be the reason he doesn't have a jump shot i don't know if you know this but ben simmons used to date kendall jenner and I'll say, oh, he's got the, he's got. If the I was, if I was dating Kendall Jenner, I don't know if I'd be too uh, focused on going and working on my jump shot. Uh, definitely not. I'd be like, hey. I think that really screwed him there when he uh, decided to grab the gentle curse or Kendall or whatever the damn curse is. They they say when all these basketball players start dating them. Yeah. <laughs> Those Jenners know how to make you take your eye off the prize. I will say, though, at least to Kendall's credit, she usually dates the all-stars who don't win championships. Who is it? I think Chloe. She's always dating the bench warmers. Hey, you know what they say. Number one on the court, number one in my heart. I don't know if they say. Even if they're not even playing. I can't say I ever heard that one, but hey, maybe you heard it a couple times. Oh, you know me. That was my spot. Riding the bench was never really good. But, hey. You found a couple of girls let you ride the bench in their heart. That's all you can ask for. <laughs> that I did. So who do you think is going to the championship this year? Well, seeing uh, you know me, diehard Atlanta fan, seeing uh, seeing the, how the Hawks did last season, I'd say they got a good run for it. Please tell me you didn't just predict the Hawks to win the NBA Finals. Uh, not predicting them to win. I'd say I'd say they get there against you know I can't it's it's I couldn't even put them in. I don't know who I'd have. So just. Hawks in the finals, don't matter who they're up against, the Hawks got it. You know me, diehard Atlanta, so I'd say that's me. Hawks going, baby. I can't meet, as much as I'd love to meet you on that prediction, I don't think I can do it. I, I'll, everybody's healthy, I've got the Lakers, but if the Nets and the Lakers are hurt, I'd probably say the Bucks repeat. And you know Kawhi Leonard, right? He's out, yeah. supposed to be out for the season, but he's been hinting that he could come back earlier. So I don't know well, how... 
Let's hope that comes back sir, earlier than expected. Yeah, me too. But I just Kawhi is so injury prone, dude. He could come back and be hurt again the next week. So you never that can is, tell. Uh, that is for sure. He's definitely he's definitely one of the more injury prone on the in the league. But hey, who knows? Maybe he'll come back, put the Clippers on his back. I doubt it, but it could happen. Anything can happen in the NBA. That's for sure. So you got any closing remarks or any thoughts you got on the state of sports right now before we sign off? Uh, I'd like, well, you know, I'm loving the, the NFL season so far, even if, you know, the Falcons aren't doing so good, that the games are good, it's always fun to watch, especially, uh, last remark, old Justin Tucker setting a new NFL record. Oh, for the longest kid, I, I heard about that one. That, I saw that one, that one was, that was a good one. Oh, actually, before I let you go, one thing I gotta ask you after last weekend, how about them Bulldogs? Shoot, what's there not to say about the damn dogs? Starting off with starting off with a great win against Clemson. You know, defending champs, taking it to them. Not a high-scoring game, but hey, defense really showed what they're made of. And then you know, second game, schools nobody ever heard of. Easy win, and then. I gotta say, this last one against Bandy showed what showed what we really can do defense and offense. Sixty to nothing. That was brutal. It was a massacre. I will say though, you know, we outdid y'all. Bama dropped sixty three, I think it was, against Southern Miss. Well hey, like I said, all these school all these big schools we got, they'll play all these little teams. No one no one even knows. Yeah. Well hey, that's why they're called a tune up game. <laughs> Got to get you in shape for when you play the big dog. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Bama, it's going to be a good one this year. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm thinking we'll be meeting y'all in the SEC Championship again. I definitely can see it, seeing how seeing how both teams are rolling so far. Rolling pretty good. Who would you take if such a matchup were to occur? Oh, I got to go with JT Daniels and the dogs. He I didn't say I didn't say so I didn't say who would you want to win. I said who do you think would win? Oh God! Well, I, you know me, I'm sticking with it. All right. So one last thing, Clemson. Speaking of, got beat by NC State this weekend. I saw that. I, I sat I sat down at work, watched every minute of that. Dude, that's the most pitiful thing I think I've ever heard. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. I have to say, uh, Dabo's not pretty happy on that. It has got to be tough to be a Clemson fan right now. I'll tell you that. Oh, for sure. And I say that I got a buddy who goes to Clemson. Like ugh. NC State in overtime, like. That's just brutal. Oh, it was. It was. But, hey, that's one thing Georgia and Bama fans can agree on. We love it when Clemson loses. We love it when Clemson loses and them Gators. Heck, yeah. Well, it was good talking to you, man. Hopefully we have you on again sometime soon. Well, it was great. It was great being here. Glad I could be a guest. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to another time. Yeah, no problem. We'll see y'all folks later. As a postscript, we mentioned last week that we would be having an advertisement in this week's episode, and I'm proud to pronounce that the water cooler is working with Drives Football. Drives Football, the all-new NFL gaming app, allows users to buy and sell the outcome of each offensive player possession. Based off the term, I'll bet they score. Well, now you can with this new trading style of play to enhance your game day experience. Download the app and follow the Instagram at Drives Football to stay up to date with our upcoming contest with huge cash prizes.